Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. My name is Tiago and uh, today's episode comes a little bit late. I told you last week, normally I release my episodes on Tuesday, but this one is being released on a Friday because I was traveling. And uh, a lot of people were, well, not a lot of people, one person asked if I was going to continue doing this podcast now that I am uh, trying to find a job or at least a way to bring a little bit more money to the household. And yes, of course, I will continue to do so. I will continue to do once a week with occasional interviews. By the way, I have one interview ready for you. It will be really, really interesting. I just need to edit and I'll share it with you. But yeah, definitely it, it's part of the journey. It's part of my indie hacking journey. And I will continue narrating it to you in the Wannabe Entrepreneur podcast. And uh, as I told you as well in the last episode, I don't consider this as cancelling my indie hacking career. I basically, I'm still a full-time indie hacker with a side job that uh, at this moment will, I guess, bring a little bit more money than my indie hacking uh, businesses. But hopefully that will change soon. In today's episode, I will speak a little bit about about my traveling, about uh, what I was able to achieve during traveling, not a lot, but a couple of interesting things, and uh, about my talk and my conference that will happen tomorrow. I'll be doing a panel of discussion about remote working, and as well, I will speak about how to become an indie hacker, so I'll speak a little bit about the process of making the talk, and um, yeah, a couple of other interesting things all around my businesses. So yeah, let's get started. This is we're already late. Let's get started with today's episode. Flying it's amazing. I've flown in an airplane many many times, but still every time when it takes off part of me still wonders how is this possible? How did humans conquer the skies the way we did? There's so many flights flying every hour, basically. It, it's incredible and it completely changed the, the way we live life and we see the world. It, it connects people. It makes us more together. We kind of understand other cultures. And one thing about living in Europe that I really, really love is the fact that in three hours by plane, you can be in a completely different culture. You can be in uh, Germany where, well, you know, mostly it's uh, more efficiency and more, I guess, rule-based. There's a lot of great people, but in general, people are a little bit more cold. Or you can be in Italy where it's kind of the opposite, with people much more open, much more loud. Uh, uh, or you can be in the UK, as I was this uh, past week. I was in Scotland, and uh, the the weather was terrible, by the way. It was, like, raining most of the time. But uh, it's such a different culture. I mean, they use miles instead of kilometers. Miles. They drive in, in the left side, which was, which was, like, a huge challenge for me. 
because we rented a car and at first I was like, okay, I'm super scared, but I, I consider myself a good driver and I, I really wanted to test this. I wanted to test myself in, in this situation, driving on the left. And I have to say, it was really weird at first. Even as a pedestrian, when I was walking, and like I didn't know where to look. And then I also didn't know the speed because it was saying that the maximum speed was 30. It's like 30. That's super slow. And I thought, okay, this is 30 miles per hour, which is about, I guess, 50 kilometers per hour, which already makes sense. So that's something that I really love about traveling. The fact that you can meet other cultures and we have these preconceptions of, of how life should be because we don't know anything else, right? So I knew that driving on the right side is the correct one and I could not even imagine people driving on the left side. For me, that would make no sense. But for them, in, in London, in Scotland, in, I guess, Ireland as well, they they have always driven on the left side. So for them, driving on the right is weird. But who's to say who's wrong? No one is wrong. I mean, it's just different. So I really, really believe that the world would be a much better place if people would just travel more and, and meet each other. And, and I'm not saying about this traveling, you know, like this typical touristic traveling that I really hate, where you basically take your country and your culture to another country and, and you assume that everyone should bow over you and, and do whatever you want. And you see this a lot, especially when you go to these big resorts, when you travel to maybe um, South, South America and there's a lot of these resorts and people just go there and they expect to have burgers and expect to have, you know, being, being treated as royalty. I really don't like this kind of traveling. I mean, what I, what I like to say, and my partner is always kind of mocking me, I love for people to believe, even for an instance, that I am a local. <laughs> so I'm always like, yeah, I don't want to use GPS. They don't, I don't want to, well, I only use GPS, but I, want, I don't want them to hear the GPS voice or, I don't know, I just want to fit in. I, and, and I don't know if uh, I, I should kind of investigate a little bit this further. And if this is kind of part of my personality, I just want to fit in. <laughs> now we are maybe getting a little bit too philosophical and, and too personal here. But, um, yeah, I love doing this. I love really putting my eyes into someone else's perspective and understand how they live the world. So, definitely, driving on the left side was a challenge. And uh, it was a very interesting one. I was also telling you about the, the flight, uh, which I love flying. I love the engineering of flying. But I don't know if I ever told you this, but I, I used to be completely terrorized of flying. I was super, super afraid. I, I believe it started with uh, the 9-11. Without noticing, it kind of became a phobia for me because it was on the news. I was quite young. And um, without noticing, yes, it, it became a, a real fear. So for me, my nightmares wouldn't be the, the plane crashing. My nightmares would be flying. <laughs> Just me flying, that would be my nightmare. And that's the, the point I, I was. And it was really affecting me in my life because I I couldn't fly. I would always avoid traveling by plane and I would get nervous one month before the trip. So I, I, I somehow was able to overcome this phobia by just flying, by just flying. And if you have this phobia, actually it's very common. I think one in every three or four person have, have this phobia. So I actually made a video 
back in the days on YouTube where I narrate my experience and how I was able to overcome it. I can share it on the show notes if, if it, it will help you. But yeah, now flying for me is completely, I wouldn't say like 100% normal, but like maybe 95% normal. I'm zero stressed and uh, it's, it's, it's lovely. I love it. Uh, this time was not super lovely because I, I have this cold. I think you can still notice on, on the way I speak and uh, my, my hearing, like one of my ears was like super, I couldn't decompress. So it was really painful actually. And crazy enough, it bleed. <laughs> yes. I was so scared the other day. I woke up and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> there's blood coming off my ear. I'm going to die. <laughs> Uh, it turns out that um, it can be normal, well, quote-unquote normal. It was because, yeah, I was sick and uh, I couldn't decompress and that kind of created a little um, blister in my eardrum. But anyways, I don't know why I'm telling you this now. This is not, nothing to do with indie hacking. It's just a little bit more about my experience. But one thing that has to do with indie hacking is how was I able to take this holidays was i able to fully relax or not and um, the answer is mostly i was able to relax and i I really came to this realization which is we indie hackers need to be really good in context switching we need to be really good at work and i I believe i even did uh, i wrote a tweet about it like when it's time to work work when it's time to rest rest this is really simple to say but not really easy to do because it's really hard to just stop working and start resting and and vice versa i think it's harder to to go from work to rest because the problems the challenges the the passion everything is going on in your brain you can just you cannot simply just turn it off so um this is kind of one of the realizations i had because i i feel that the only time i was fully able to disconnect was when I went for the sailing trip in, in Croatia. There, I didn't even take my laptop. But most of the times, I want to travel, but I need to take my laptop. I, I need to work even a little bit. So that's something that I realized. Uh, I really tried to, when I it was time to work, focus on working, mostly um, after, like at night after my partner went to sleep. But when it was time to be present and traveling and getting to know this new culture, I was fully fully present most of the times I tried uh, and I, I really believe this is a good way so I will try to do this more in the future to really separate the time of work and time of rest and I need to accept that in one day I might have both I might have the time of resting and the time of working but try not to kind of blend these two uh, because it could be really really bad so what did I work? I I mostly was uh, doing kind of community management. Uh, I could do most of it from my phone. Uh, the community is really um, active at this moment, which is really great. There's uh, a couple of people join, actually. Just for you to understand, in 30 minutes, two people joined. In 30 minutes. It's crazy. It's never happened before. I was like, it was late at night and I got a notification. Oh, no, it's one new member. And then, wait, another member? <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, it's really active. People, I don't know, I, I think it, it's been, let's say, a year since I started this. And I finally really see the results of the community in the members. 
I see that more and more people are increasing their MRR. They are building great things. They are, you know, meeting each other, becoming friends and, and making true relationships from the community. And more and more, I believe that this is good. This is really a great way to help other makers and, and starting bootstrappers to, to yeah, kickstart their indie hacking career. I even tweeted today that uh, I believe that these kind of paid communities are kind of the future or should be at least the future of social media. And I'm very biased, right? I, this is just a thought that came to my mind. So maybe it's, it's, it's not uh, well, well thought. But, you know, what I don't like about social media is the ads. I hate ads, as you know. Like, I don't do ads for almost anything. Um, I, I don't like... The, the algorithms because you need to write content in the way that the algorithm likes it so that you will share it with people or like you need to make this this kind of like clickbait content which i really don't like and i don't like that people are fake in social media most of the times and you you are fake i am fake most of the time because of this algorithm because we want to be liked and followed so we only show the things that work the things that are nice we don't show our our real selves. And I, I believe like in, in the community in the WB space, it's not like this because first of all, we don't have ads. You know, it's a paid community. You pay for it. So there's no ads. There's no algorithm. We just use Slack uh, and well, you just share and, and there's nothing controlling to whom your, uh, your post is shown. And third, there's really relationships. Like we, we have, we, I, I really put a lot of work into that with with the events um with with a different kind of gamification and different kind of channels and i connect people every time someone has a question i, I connect them with others and you can see this really because now when i remember like louisa for instance she just traveled to berlin uh she's like one i think the first member and then she met idas there which is another member like people are really meeting each other in real life and I believe that when they meet each other, is is like they were friends. It's not awkward. It's not weird. Like they knew each other already from Slack and and from this community. So, really, like real relationships are are being built in in the community. So, yeah, I, I'm still very passionate about this. I really still see a lot of potential in this, in what we are building in WB space, even though. The growth is nothing compared with the top indie hackers out there. Um, which reminds me to to tell you that you should definitely subscribe to Tony Dean's um, newsletter. I interviewed Tony Dean. By the way, he was also interviewed now on Indie Hackers. So I was the first. Like I, Tony Dean came to the WB podcast first, and I didn't still I didn't hear that uh, interview. I need to to hear it on uh, Indie Hackers. But by reading the description, it's basically the same. So we were the first, right? Like we get the bootstrappers here first. Eh? No, no, do not forget about it. Like you need to be proud of being uh, a WB listener because, yeah, we are like anticipating Indie Hackers now. But uh, yeah, Tony Dean, it's it's such a humble entrepreneur, like. And, and super talented. I think he's making out 12k MRR and he's always building new stuff. Um, and his, um, his um, newsletter is really, really good. Really good. He describes, basically it's a building public newsletter and he describes what he was able to achieve. He just told us that his conversion rate now is 2%. 
and uh, it's it's really good. So I don't know how you maybe just follow him on on Twitter and and find where you can subscribe to his um, Substack. But I really recommend because I always learn something, and every time a new issue comes out, I'm like, okay, I, I need to read this. And besides that, he's super humble. He's always answering. Like I, I told you, I think when I was testing this design idea. He, I actually pitched this to him and he created a poll to see what people were thinking. And this poll got so many answers. So he really helped me out. So really, really cool guy, super humble, and you should definitely follow. But yeah, he's making much, much more money than I am. And one thing that he says in, in this last issue that he released in his newsletter, he says that we should make a product that can kind of marketing itself. And I don't know what this means i think i really need to like think about this but if we think about black magic i think that's the perfect example he uses twitter a lot and uh, people this is a product for twitter users and people that use black magic they end up i guess tweeting about it so it's really really easy to do this word of mouth situation so he, what he always says is that he doesn't do marketing. Of course, that he puts a lot of time in writing these newsletters and, and kind of cultivating this audience, which I believe it's it's marketing. But I understand he's not uh, writing a lot of like, for instance, what I've done with indie hackers, going there and plugging my community. He doesn't do this. He does not need to do that. And, and now I think he's being picked up by SEO and everything. So, yeah. I like this concept. It's something that I need to think a little bit more about. And uh, if you have thoughts about this, about uh, creating a product that markets itself, let me know because I, I would uh, love to listen. Tomorrow, I have my, well, my first participation on a conference, a proper conference that people paid to be there. And I have uh, two appearances, let's say. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll be discussing about the remote work and the culture, like different cultures in remote work. How do we keep the culture around teams that are basically spread all around the world? And I, I worked in a remote setup and a remote team when I was working, especially for, for a weekend. Um, but uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm super expert on that, but I do... Like I run this community. In this community, you have people from all over the world, and I believe that I I have kind of uh, I have some insights that I can share about like different cultures and how we organize and everything. And like for instance, the bot that I created, I, I think I told you, the bot has already organized two events for me. Amazing! I love this bot. So this kind of tooling that we create to make sure that people can still create relationships within each other. So that will be tomorrow. And then on Saturday, I have my own talk. It's called How to Become an Indie Hacker. And it was not that hard to, to make the talk, to be honest, because it's something that I've, that I've been uh, doing for one year. I, I kind of present my guide. In the end, I will give the guide for free to the people that are in the, um, in the talk. I, I will say basically, hey, if you, if you want to get the guys for free, just DM me on Twitter and I will send it and just say like I was in the talk. So it's a way to get people to add me on Twitter, <laughs> which is, you know, marketing. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited about this and I I hope it will be okay. To be honest, I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed at all because yeah, it's a topic that I, I know. It's, it's I live this topic. It's something that I'm very passionate about. So... I'm I'm super relaxed so far. Maybe yeah, you know, it's always I get nervous and my heart 
starts pounding five minutes before the talk. But yeah, I think I believe it will be fine. So super excited about that. And I will update you on this uh, in the next episode that will be on a Tuesday. Besides that, community. I was working in community management. There's a bunch of new features and new cool stuff that I need to implement. But that I will do probably next week. Uh, one of our members, or two of our members rather, is starting a book club, which is really cool. I love to have like members already working and, and doing things around the community. So uh, Suvajit is um, starting this book club and the idea is that people read the book and then they meet after a month to discuss it. It's a book about indie making and we are opening this event for anyone. Even if you are not um, a WB member, you can participate. So just like add Suvajit on um, on Twitter and you can ask him how this works or you can just uh, DM me. So that's one cool thing that it's happening. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been kind of sending messages around because of my um, side job. <laughs> I, I've been trying to, to think what I want to do and I've already a bunch of conversations planned out. Uh, I'm also excited for networking possibilities in these conferences that I'm going and um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep you posted. I don't want to say anything yet. I, I don't have anything in the pipeline. One thing that I just noticed that by opening myself and asking for a job, basically, I get a, some offers or potential offers. But I think it's, it's more efficient for me to find the offers that I'm interested in and send a DM instead of the opposite way. Because that way I know I'm already like filtering and I know what I want. So it's better that way than like having to say no to people. So that's something that I've learned. And uh, last but not least, working on the indie lottery. It's been a bit delayed, but uh, so far it's working fine. I've been working with uh, React. I've been learning React. I've been learning um, Tailwind. So a lot of like bleeding edge technologies that everyone is using nowadays. So it's both an opportunity to develop this product further, further, <laughs> further but also a way for me to kind of, you know, get um, my my coding skills, uh, warm up my coding skills for a potential new job. And that's basically it. That's the update I, I wanted to, to give you. I'm feeling positive, um, even though, yeah, I need to find a job, but I still really love the indie hacking career, so I'll continue doing that. Thank you so much for the support of people. Asking, um, not asking, but saying that um, supporting me in this new step is obviously something that I don't want particularly to do, but I see also the benefits on doing so and, and having the support of the community and the, your support, it's, it's really, really amazing. And that's it. That's it for uh, today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Sorry for being delayed. You already know. If you want to support this podcast, you can share it with all your indie hacking friends. You can follow me on Twitter. By the way, I changed my handle. Now it's not WB Podcast anymore. It's WB Tiago. And uh, I, I created an account with the handle WB Podcast. And it's kind of a fordering account that when you go to this account, now you just see this account is deprecated. Please follow WB Tiago. This is kind of the way I found... For um, yeah, because Twitter is is really shit in that regard. Like if I send, change my handle, then um, if people tagged me in the past, when you click on it, you go to an account that does not exist. 
So if someone just creates a WB podcast account, they would kind of be like kind of assume my personality, not personality, my my uh, my persona there. So what I did was okay, let me create another account with my old handle and just say forward people to my new handle. So in that case, now the old mentions kind of still work. And uh, yeah, I think Twitter could really improve in that regard. But yeah, that, that was my um, that was how I was able to fix that uh, situation. So now you can follow me at WB Tiago. You can buy the WB guide, the bootstrappers guide for I think nine bucks and help me continuing this podcast. You can become a member of the of the podcast, which is or the WB space, ten dollars per month, and uh, you can also buy the amazing WB merch. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you next time. How amazing is it that this podcast was already downloaded 23,391 times? 23,000! Oh, these youngsters make me laugh. Thank you. Thank you so much.